There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. I did forget that. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Martin. Mm-hmm. Smooth you are not. Smooth operator. Smooth operator. We gotta keep that. You gotta clip I'm gonna, that. I gotta, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna screenshot that. Clip that and send it to Wendy. Yeah. <laughs> She's gonna be like, I, I failed you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Walking Blind is hosted by overly emotional dudes who overthink and overanalyze everything. Nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. They're not professionals, and they're about to make that very clear. So just kick back and hang with them, as you've earned it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Walking Blind podcast. This is episode... 33? <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Just random numbers. The this episode, listeners only were spared of that. <laughs> uh, this is episode 33. And um, and yeah, we're here. This is this is we just got off the live session where we um, announced. So if you are tuning in right now, um, this is gonna come out. You know what? Maybe I'll drop this early. That way it'll build some hype, right? Yeah. Because normally we release on like Thursdays or Fridays. Um, it's Monday right now, so maybe I'll just release it like tomorrow, tomorrow dude. Sometime. Tonight. Yeah. Hey, don't don't put that on me. Tonight. Don't you put that on me? Don't you put that on me? Um so this Saturday, uh July sixteenth, Walking Blind is gonna be uh the duo guest DJing at <laughs> Emo Night in Pomona and um it's Emo Night's five year anniversary. Mm-hmm. So that's kinda sick. That should be fun. Yeah. If you're in the if you're in the area, it's fun. Coming it is out. fun. It was a fun. great time last time. We just get to you get get to just hang out, you know, uh, listen to some bangers from back in the day, um, some jams that you used to sing along to mm-hmm. when you were an angry youth um, or a sad youth, sad youth, you know, or a 
sad grown up because we still listen to some of these jams <laughs> right now. Um, so we got, yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, be yeah. Fun. So, uh, yeah, I think looking back, uh, well, to be fair, they only gave us a week's notice. True. Yeah. Uh, actually I asked you about it. Uh, what was it? Sunday? Yeah. Or Saturday. Or maybe, maybe at, we at the, where were we? Maybe we were oh, at it was, the birthday party. It was after, no, it was after, uh, Thor? it was after Thor. We went to, um, Oh, the sixth or fourth and grill. No, after, after that, uh, spectators went to spectators. That's the one I went to spectators. And then that's when I was like, Oh yeah, by the way, Mike, I, I fully expected you to say no. Really? <laughs> I, I kind of was thinking like, cause Joey asked me and I was like, Oh, let me find out if I'm free. And then let me get back to you. I was free. So then I was, I hit you up and I was expecting you to be like, mm, nah, I mean, it's too short of notice. And you're like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. It was, it's, it's playlist time. Yeah. It was so fun. Like it, I had, I had, I had such a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should just Uber this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit. That reminds me. I got to tell my work. Ooh. Yeah. Are you going to take, <laughs> you're going to take, normally, cause it's Saturday night, right? Yeah. Yeah. You normally, normally work Sunday, Sunday mornings. So, so. <clears throat> so that'll be fun. That's going to be a good time. Um, last time we had a fucking blast. Um, so this time around should be, should be no I'm exception. Right <laughs> uh, well, while you do that, um, a little, uh, a little bit of house cleaning here, uh, make sure you guys check out uh, walking blind pod on Instagram. Um, make sure you guys follow us on YouTube. The, all the episodes are also in video form. If you only listen to this in audio form, it is available on YouTube. Just search uh, walking blind podcast. And then all the episodes are up there. There's even a couple um, special YouTube only episodes like the one we did with no bragging rights right before tough love. Mm -hmm. And then uh, just also keep in mind that we're going to be putting up some extra YouTube only content coming like moving forward. Um, so there's going to be some cool stuff. And then tell your friends um, about it. I, I thought about doing that live on the way here on YouTube. Yeah. But I was like. No one's gonna come on. <laughs> no one shows up. <clears throat> um, so another thing that I kind of want to talk about, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and put it in the universe, um, just so that it's there, and so that because it seems like we just talk a lot of stuff. Mm. Uh, one of the cool things that we've been talking about is some merch. So I'm kind of curious. I want to put it out there. Who would be interested in some Walking Blind T-shirts? And, uh, because of who we are and because of like what we like to do and the fact that this was spawned on our Saturday morning conversations or Saturday morning therapy sessions, um, I'm looking into like maybe some coffee mugs and like, you know, stuff like that. So if you guys would be interested, let us know, maybe we'll set up like a pre-order type thing and then we'll do like, I'm, I want to do like a, like a competition. Like I want to see who can get the most people to follow and like join us and you know, Dude, like, that'd be and cool. you, maybe you'll get like a bundle with like yeah. a coffee cup and a shirt and maybe a hat or something like that. Dude, you know? sick. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. So hit us up and then hit us up at walking blind pod for all your questions. at walking blind pod at gmail.com or on the gram or on TikTok, which Mike never updates anymore. He doesn't check cause I send him videos nonstop and I can tell that he hasn't seen any of them. Open your TikTok right now. <laughs> Why are you actually on it? <laughs> Just open it. Are you about to prove me wrong? I want you to eat your words. Let's see. Let's see. We're we're jump we're jumping into the talks, bro. Look at that. 
Mike sent me five new messages. I'm impressed. He must have played catch up today. I did. Because <laughs> I, I, po- I posted today. I posted, uh, I posted Chewy. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, uh, now that we've got all our pleasantries out of the way and our little announcements, we normally we do this at the end of the show, but we figure we'll put it in the beginning because I'm have no clue how many of you actually make it to the end. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, I, it's fun. I had so much fun last time. I even had like family come out to the last one. My cousin showed up. Emo night. Yeah, emo yeah. night. Yeah. If it wasn't such short notice, um. Could have had the uh, the one mental health check shirt printed and thrown out during Emo Night. That would have been kind of cool. But yeah, we found out. We literally found out about Emo Night. Dude, tell more. A week ago. We don't have time. Dude, we don't have time because I still got to finalize all the designs and stuff. We got to finalize our playlist tonight. Dude, we can have we can have Martin <laughs> make us like like five shirts. <laughs> We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, that being said, let's jump in to the MPHC. Mental health check. You go first today. I'm good. <laughs> That's it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I have been. Uh, I have been on the line trying to get um, electricians to come out. So. Um, you know, uh, I have a few people that are going to come out and then once pretty much, pretty much the big thing like that we're waiting on is electricity. After that, we can roll with everything else going on. And I know that we haven't officially announced what that is, but you know, um, it's fine. It's exciting. It's fine. So, so, um, yeah, I've been dealing with that and then work grinding, um, Got some interesting, interesting things going on at the office, which I'll tell you about off camera because okay. I don't want to, I don't want to throw it out there right now. But <laughs> <laughs> so some interesting, interesting things going on. Um, yeah, other than that, man, just chilling. Nothing, nothing too crazy going on. Just like the normal, like everyday grind. I got like, um, it was like one of those like when it rains it pours type thing, but like in a good way. Oh, okay. Um, because. Like I was like, like last week, <clears throat> last week I didn't do any voiceover work mm-hmm. and I was like, oh man, maybe it's it for me. Maybe the tides are slowing down. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I got an email from Ryan this morning about a, a project and then, uh, and then I go to check my, the other company that I work with <clears throat> and like normally they give me a list of videos that, that we need done. And like, I give them a flat rate per video just because it's pretty easy mm-hmm. and, uh, I go on there and like I guess they were playing catch up too and there's just this fucking giant list of like like I was like we're back baby we're back in business <laughs> so yeah the well has not gone dry it's not dry just yet you know so That's sick yeah man just living living the dream yeah I think I don't know man my voice over work time is uh it's definitely slowed down dude I might be able to get you some gigs man. I had a I had a, a a lady hit me up and she was like, "Hey, I'm looking for a voiceover studio where I can have like multiple people voice characters." And I was like, "Well, how many people do you need?" She's like, "I need a lot." And I was like, "I can offer you 
maybe three. <laughs> and they're like, no, we're looking for like a full on suit. And this would have been like a huge, like basically dubbing an entire anime series, like with like hundreds of episodes. Dang. And I was like, well, I mean, like, you know, like we're not a whole studio, but like I can definitely get you some voices to, to, you know, play some of the characters. Like that's definitely, mm. you know, and they were like, well, you know, we'll get back to you. We have your contact information. I was like, fuck. A lot, that was a lot of money on the table for that. Just lie and be like, yeah, what do you need? <laughs> and then we just South Park it and we yeah. do like seven voices each. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I, so, <clears throat> I think I, I can do it. Yeah. Uh, what, next time something like that comes along on a smaller scale, I'll, I'll get you in and do some, do some voice work, dude, like character work. It'd be oh. sick. <clears throat> Might have created a monster with Mike. I, I blame Jay Pash. Oh, you got you got my first uh, my first my first gig. It was rough. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I don't read well under <laughs> under pressure. Apparently, when people are asking me to read out loud, when you were a kid, and they would have you read out loud in class, I would say no. <laughs> were you the Were you the type that would just roll with it and be like, read that paragraph? You'd be like, all right. And read it or would you calculate how many kids were in front of you and see how many paragraphs it was and then like practice the paragraph you were oh dude i would 100 read ahead <laughs> i was like reading like a thing ahead yeah okay. i'm glad it wasn't just me dude yeah fuck no <clears throat> yeah i'd be like oh yeah. Uh, yeah no that's that was the that's that was the worst even in even as a <laughs> as a college student that was <laughs> But they, they still make you read out loud. Be, well, there'd be like things where they'd be like, "Hey, can someone read this or whatever?" Or, and then somebody would volunteer, and every now and then they'd be like, um, "You know, or Mr. Press, can you read this part?" I'm like, <laughs> now I, that I think about it, I, I do to. have I, in class. I do have like the agents that I'm training read scenarios. Mm -hmm. Like they'll read out from workbooks, and I'm like, "Hey, can you read this?" Just to make sure they're awake. Yeah, they make it. Yeah, they'd make us read like vignettes and stuff. Like we had to read cases or like you know, and then yeah. That was always, <laughs> uh, yeah, I nice. hated that. I hated it. <laughs> but. Where are you at, man? Uh, I feel good. It's funny. We've had like such a quick turnaround. Like mostly, usually we record Mondays. So it's, that's like what we, when we do our, mostly our, our filming. Yeah. We were just here, but we were here on Thursday, Thursday evening, but a lot has happened since then, which is kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, I think so this weekend was good for me. Like it was draining. Like as far as like I was, like we do we like we all three of us were like dragging coming out <laughs> coming out of Texas Roadhouse, <laughs> like food coma. But also we were just even was, like it even got to the point where we said goodbye to each other. And we we just kind of stood there for a second. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then I, st I started talking to you about recording today, and Martin just looked at us and just turned <laughs> and <laughs> just walked away. Like he was just gone. We're like. All right, <laughs> bye, Mari. Yeah, I think I think even our our we're like, I think we just left it as like, yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out tomorrow. <clears throat> yeah, this weekend was uh, it's nonstop. Dude. So Friday was Thor. Thor. Friday was Thor, and then spectators afterwards. Mm -hmm. Saturday was Andrew's birthday, mm -hmm. so we did Andrew's little little party. Um, and then Sunday 
we met up for lunch at Texas Roadhouse, yeah. which, by the way, Mike's first time at Texas Roadhouse. Dude, what did you th- what did you think of this the steak? It was so freaking good. And the and the medium rare, it was the way. It was the way to go. It was the way. Yeah, it was even good today. I I had my leftovers before I came. <laughs> I got some more for lunch, but um, it was it was really good. I was kind of uh, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little. I was a little, what's the word? So we show up yesterday. Mind you, we are tired. Like I had just come, I had worked yesterday morning. And from work, I went to Burner State Band Practice. And dude, okay. And so for Burner State Band Practice, we had the long story short, we couldn't get into the studio we were supposed to rehearse at. And so we had to go to a different one. So there was a lot of waiting around. It was so. All I'm thinking in my mind is like, man, I could have taken a, a, like a, I could have taken a sweet nap before the solid or nap. Yeah, and the, and so uh, and then from Burner State practice, I went to meet up with Mike and Martin, and we show up, and Martin's like, uh, I already put our names in. It's gonna be about an hour wait, and so we was just hang. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, I'm kind of hungry now. You're like, we never wait for restaurants. Why are we waiting for this restaurant? Yeah. It's, so that is true though. Cause we uh, normally there's a wait and we're like, let's go somewhere else. Yeah. Well, dude, I bounced remember at uh <laughs> freaking, uh, at heroes was like 20 minutes. Yeah. Mm, nah. <laughs> um, no. So, but then part of me was like, hey, dude, if we're, cause you seem to be cool with it. You and Mike Martin seem so cool with it. So I was just like, Oh fuck! Maybe this place is that good. They were willing to wait an hour, and it was an hour. Yeah. Thankfully, there was that Starbucks next door, so we got to just hang out there for. Dude, and and I was so tired, I was so jacked up that like we got to the Starbucks, we sat down, we're drinking our drinks, and I'm like, we should head back. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you guys all were like, now, and I'm like, yeah, you know, just just in case. And then nobody said anything to me until we're like almost at the car. You guys were like, we were only in that Starbucks for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Dude. I was that, like, like maybe 20. So we only. Came. I was like, what? <laughs> Uh, like we still have 40 minutes to go. I was like, what do you, what, what do you mean? We were there for, for you're like, no, it was like 15 minutes. So I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. It was, dude, yesterday was rough, man. <clears throat> but I think it was good. Cause it was, it was just a fun weekend. Um, I, yeah, I was just, I was tired, uh, physically tired just cause of like, there was just like no breaks pretty much. But I think mentally it was good. It was good to see everybody hang out with everyone. Um, Friday night was so much fun. And then uh, Saturday was good because see Andrew and everyone. And then Sunday. So um, I think mentally I'm doing well. Uh, it was nice to have um, uh, Burner State had a really good practice once we finally got, got to practice. And um, so, I mean, that's that's always good for me. Just being able to do music is always a good, uh, good on the mental health. And, um, yeah, so I think... It was, it's been a good a good start to the week. Um, I was so tired at work today. I was extremely tired, and but I got to take a nap, and so now I feel like I'm kind of caught up and reset, and I currently feel good, and uh, hoping to ride that into the week. Sick. Oh, yeah. That's dope, man. <clears throat> so so um so what did you think of um first first off. Spoiler-free reaction to Thor. I liked it because I felt like it was made for me. Yeah, that's what I'm coming out. That's what I'm coming down to. If you like, just straight up, if you like Taika Waititi's humor, you'll love this movie. 
Yeah. If you don't, because apparently I've met people who don't, apparently, then you won't like this. It'll be, it'll be uh, too too silly for you. Yeah. Um, it's funny. One of my one of my biggest uh, plot point problems. Mike dispelled like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and I've been thinking about this like the entire like all like that all morning. It was like bugging me, and I brought it up to him. It's a it's a I can't say because it it's a sick. Yeah. Kind of a sick spoiler, but when I was thinking about it, I was just like, I kind of, you know, why didn't, if this, then why not this? And then Mike just threw out, well, because of this. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Check. Yeah, the checks out. That's that, fair. Uh, that makes more sense. That's fair. But, um, uh, dude, I, I enjoyed it, man. I laughed a lot. Um, even, and a lot of stuff, you know, just like, just like, uh, Thor Ragnarok, a lot of heavy, a lot of yeah. heavy stuff, dude. A lot of, sad, a lot of, lot of. Uh, there's some sadness in this, but it was yeah. ha- handled in such a fun way. <laughs> I think that. Uh, I think there was definitely. Um, I agree. Like, if you don't like that type of humor, if you're not into that kind of comedy movie, then it's definitely not going to be for you. Because, right. let me put it this way: if you loved Thor and Thor: The Dark World. And didn't really care for um, oh, Ragnarok. For Ragnarok, you're gonna hate. You're, not gonna, you're yeah. gonna hate Love and Thunder. Yeah. Um, but the cool thing about Love and Thunder is the Love and Thunder that they're referencing is not what you think it is. Yeah, that was a cool twist. <clears throat> um, and then if you see the movie um, without any spoilers, there's there's actually like there's a cameo from his actual daughter in the movie, which is really fucking cool too. It's cool. To and see son. That. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool to see like their interaction on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and did you, did you know that like, I think it, maybe it was the first Thor, uh, they had to reshoot. Like, I think they had to reshoot like a kissing scene, um, for one of the, for one of the, the shots. And it's his wife. And it's his wife uh, because he was like, we got to reshoot it. But like, you know, they're going to shoot it from this angle. And he was like, well, then just have my wife do it. <laughs> like, yeah. Bring my wife in. So he's a family man through and through. And, uh, and I mean, this isn't much of a spoiler, but she's the, also the wolf, wolf woman. She is? I think so, yeah. I didn't even realize that. Well, <laughs> that part, again, like, <laughs> if... <laughs> like, this stuff is so stupid, but it's so funny. <laughs> There's and there's like an ongoing like <laughs> thing that happened like these. <laughs> these we can say this if you if you're gonna watch the movie, um, the goats the goats dude <laughs> are the best and you you would think that you're gonna hate the goats yeah, and it never gets old. I do right away first time it happened I we laughed so hard it's so, it's so funny but I thought immediately like. I hope they don't keep going back to this because it's going to get old quick. I hope they don't overdo this. Dude, no. I laughed every single time. <laughs> every single time I laughed. Uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just, it's such a, it's such a fun movie, but it's like the, the, the stuff happening is heavy. Yeah. It's heavy yeah. stuff. That's like one of the things like, yeah, <clears throat> you know, again, with uh, Thor Ragnarok, you know, we can go into spoilers for that. The movie's been out for like two years or three years, whatever. Um, 
There's so much death. He, all his friends basically are, are murdered yeah. by his sister. Yeah. Um, Odin dies. His father. Um. Had like uh, what a big portion of the Asgardians die. His home planet dies. Like, it's such that movie is so it would be so depressing, but it you walk away from it as being one of the funniest MCU movies because yeah. I think Taika Waititi is amazing. I am gonna I'm gonna give you guys fair warning. This this is spoiler territory that I'm gonna talk about right here. So fast forward like like two minutes. Turn the volume down. When, you're, volume when, you're, down. when you're done, I'll yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll wave. Um, <clears throat> so there's a there's a scene which is not a major spoiler, but there's a scene where they're telling the story of Thor. Right, mm. and and he's like, and he had to say goodbye to his brother, <laughs> <laughs> and then he had to say goodbye to his brother again, yeah, <laughs> and again, and again. <laughs> and again. <laughs> Talk about like all the times that Loki died. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's so good. <clears throat> it's so good. But yeah, I think that <laughs> I definitely think that that movie, um, the movie was hilarious. It, it's it's not. It's almost, it's almost borderline like too funny right. for, you know, like the universe and what they're trying to accomplish. But at the same time, it's, it's so good that like, and the guardians played a, a much bigger role than, than I thought. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was good, man. I, I can, I, I will, I'm not, I won't argue with anyone who like didn't like it. Yeah. Cause I was just telling me that you're boring and you don't <laughs> understand good comedy. <laughs> All right, you might as well wave to the people now so we can stop right. talking about spoilers. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's it was it was fun. It was a fun movie. It was a fun movie. Um, what do you think? I mean, like you know, if you watch the movie, stay for the stay for the post credit scenes. We have an idea of like what the next installment of Thor is going to be, but aside from that, like how how much longer do you think this contract is going to go for Helmsworth? Helmsworth. And, 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 and to think that he was probably the biggest nobody yeah. of when this whole thing started. Yeah. Um, dude, I mean, they got to at least, they're going to have to do an, uh, at least one more, one more Thor because of how <clears throat> this one ended. Um, man, I don't know. I, it, I don't know. The beauty of of Marvel is they can, as long as they, I mean, they can keep, they can keep going with him, you know, moving forward. Yeah. Um, but then also you think about this, like there's, the X Men are coming, Fantastic yeah. Four are coming. Yeah. So I don't know. I think I think uh, I think he has a place. I think there's some, there's so much stuff you can do with his character now because. You know, he has shown that he can be the serious version, so he can be in a serious movie. But then also, like, if you want to keep doing the fun stuff, then you can throw him, you know, put him back with the Guardians or have him do an adventure with Deadpool now. Who knows? Like, yeah. I don't know. I think he did well. But, sorry, you were talking about the, the end credit? Without giving this anything away? I think... Oh, man. I don't know if this actually thing is a spoiler. Do you think that's a good way to end his arc? Mm, I think, I think he has another. I think he could end his arc like that, but I also feel like 
I guess he could because if he, if he, uh, <laughs> sorry to say that's one. If he def- if he defeats this person or this situation he's about to be in, then you would assume that I'm sure there's some other collateral that would go potentially in his favor so that he can end in a really crazy spot. True. Yeah. You can see that. And I think, so this is my thing and I don't think it's a spoiler. I thought he was, I thought he was like, like pretty high powered. And I was like, is he, is he always as powerful? But then I was thinking Ragnarok, he, he kind of did show that he has that next level. He kind of showed it in infinity war. Like, and so, um, I think, seen the end credit scene i'm like mm, that's why they that's why they have if if yeah. if that's why then that's yeah makes sense yeah it for, makes sense why for, he's so for what's coming powerful <clears throat> and of course the the ladies that went to the movie um <laughs> were there for the uh story right they're there for the storyline mm-hmm. so i mean you guys saw in the trailer they don't blur nothing and the <laughs> Apparently, apparently, uh, cut. apparently, my lady was not there for Thor. She was there for Valkyrie, and I found that out at the theater. And I was like, "Okay, cool." Oh. <laughs> There's something for everyone. There's something basically. for everybody. Something for everyone. Yeah, it was, but yeah, it was good. It was a, uh, it was fun. I had fun with it. Uh, it was kind of a nice, in a weird way, kind of a nice palate cleanse from Doctor Strange. Kind of weird movie. Also, kind of dark and whatnot, but did I? It was last last episode that we talked about this. How we said that Doctor Strange right now doesn't feel like much happened, but it's gonna be one of those movies that we look back on and we're like, oh, yeah, that really set the groundwork for a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see where that where all that goes. Yeah, I I I have, I have faith in Kevin Feige. I feel like. I feel like there's gonna there's gonna be uh, some some any any threads that that were that were made throughout these movies. I feel like they're gonna have ties at at the end of it. They're gonna have something. Um, there's things that like there's things from like the first phase and second phase and stuff that had ties much later, and that and we, or we still see that coming around, and, you're, and it's. I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And like that, oh, that's crazy. Because now, now that makes more sense for this. That plays, that's important for this now. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, even, even uh, uh, Red Skull mm-hmm. disappearing and, you know, Captain America First Avenger and then showing up as the, yep. <laughs> as the, uh, Guardian of the Soul Stone, so it all plays its part. Yeah, it all it all it all tie it all. Marvel's pretty good at tying it. You know, uh, they they I feel like they've they've earned trust based on how well everything wrapped up in Endgame, True. Infinity War, Endgame. So I think they've earned the trust. Unlike Game of Thrones, <laughs> let's not let's not do that. Yeah, let's not do that. <clears throat> Although uh, Martin, uh, what's, uh, what's his name? Jared, the writer of Game of Thrones, 
basically said that uh, don't count on the book ending to be the same as the show. Hmm. In a roundabout way, that's what he said. Makes sense. But um, yeah. Um, we celebrated a birthday. Happy birthday, Andrew. On Saturday, happy birthday, Andrew. Which we kind of talked about on Thursday a little bit. Um, yeah. We need to have him come back and tell the tale of the, sh- the shoes. Yeah. The shoes. Follow up. <clears throat> Which, again, I can't believe that was just a year ago now. Just a year ago. And look how much he's accomplished in one year. He's a, I'm going to go ahead and say he's a monster now. He's a monster. He's a monster. He's a straight up monster. How <laughs> dare you, sir? <laughs> he had a girl drop off a birthday gift for him here at my house. He wasn't even here. Sir. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> New shoes, huh? Maybe. Dude, I got, you know what? I didn't even think about it. I've been sli- I just, I got to get my, I got to get my <laughs> shoe game. Uh, I tried, Mike. I tried to help you too. I know. <clears throat> All right. Let's do, should we, should we jump into questions? Yep. Jump into questions. <clears throat> Uh, this is going to be one of those episodes where we catch up with you guys and we talk about questions that we got from the live stream earlier today. Mm-hmm. So from uh, Firth Mac, anxiety and its physical toll on the body. Yeah. Um, honestly, it, it's, it, it can be pretty hard on the body in, in ways that you won't even notice. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be, you know, it could be your mental health. It could be just the way that like for me when I get anxiety attacks a lot of times I don't realize I'm getting an anxiety attack I just feel like kind of shaky and I just feel disoriented and kind of like something feels Mm -hmm. off and I can't figure out what it is and then and then it starts to like kind of click with me um we've even seen situations where people start like hyperventilating um or even just like in cases where you have like you know you're constantly anxious and you constantly have the anxiety. Like there's tendencies to like either overeat or comfort eat, um, things like that. So there's a, there's a lot, there's a lot that it does. Um, even to the point where like you get stressed and your muscle muscles stay tensed up or like you're, you know, you feel it in like your neck, things like that. Yeah. And I mean, and just that, like the, the, uh, stress and your, your heart, your heart, uh, you know, elevating, you, you know, high blood pressure leads to heart conditions, right? It, it, uh, can cause, it can cause, uh, early, early strokes, yeah. early heart attacks, you know? Um, a lot of times, you know, we, we, we tend to think, you know, oh, well, heart attacks for elderly people or people that, um, maybe aren't like in the best physical shape, which, you know, there's that as well. But a lot of people don't realize, like when you hear about, like, oh, this person, like, they had a stroke and they just they dropped dead, or they had a heart attack and they had, you wouldn't know. Well, if you, I'm sure if you examine their life, maybe they didn't handle stress well. Maybe they had, they lived a life of stress or you know, constant anxiety or fears, whatever it is. Like, that's why, like, it's, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to go into a conspiratorial political thing, but you know, my. So my my discussions with friends about like certain things going on in our world, and 
I've I come across as almost like oh like well you don't care yeah and it's like well yes and no um, but I don't care to the point where I'm going to let this affect me physically right you know even even with uh, with COVID and the height of it it's not that I didn't like believe it was happening or whatever but it's like well if this is gonna if this is spreading like like crazy then well let's like deal with it when it happens I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like be scared in bed or I'm not going to be like stuck in my house just worrying, just waiting for it to come get me. Like, you know, when it happens, I will deal with it. Right. You know? And so I'm not going to let this take sleep from me. I'm not going to let this take my health from me, you know? And so, um, you know, I kind of, I kind of feel like, uh, I wish more people would do that. Uh, just in everyday life, you know, I know this world is a scary place or it can be a scary place. I know there are horrific things happening, all around us there's a lot of dangers in this world but like live your life like don't focus on that stuff don't because that that's fear on its own you know and that's stress on its own that's and now all that stuff it affects you it affects your body so you know i'm not saying don't live your life you know careless and 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 oblivious but learn learn to understand things that impact you and and try to you know, try to try to try to focus on the good things. Try to focus on things that bring you joy, activities that bring you joy, because that also can help you. You know, like you're talking about how anxiety and stress. Like, we're, you, sometimes you're gonna just have those things. Like, life is hard. There are situations some of us are in, financially, you know, or or relationship-wise, that are gonna have these stressors there. But if we can incorporate or just introduce, you know, things that bring us joy you know, on a consistent level, um, whether no matter how big or how small they are, if we can do that, that'll help, you know, bring down that anxiety, you know, um, bring down that, you know, bring that, bring that blood pressure down. Obviously you can do it by changing diet, but by like breathing exercises or just finding things that are not stressful and actually, you know, help raise your serotonin, help you like, you know, feel good. Um, we should take our own advice. I know, <laughs> but you know, in a weird way, we kind of do. Yeah. Like, you know, we have we have our things that we we find joy in. You know, our our dumb little TV shows that we watch, or the movies we go to see. You know, or bands we've gone to go we go go to see. Like those things, they're they're fun for us. You know, maybe they shouldn't be so much fun for men in their thirties, but they're fun for us. And they, they are. Yeah. We're children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're man childs. We're man children. Um. But, uh, yeah, so it, it has, it has a physical, a physical effect and a very dangerous and very serious effect. Um, if you, if you can't find a way to find that, find that peace in your life, like find it, um, you know, there's a uh, message us, but there's, you know, there's a lot of good coping mechanisms out there and there's a lot of just activities that I'm sure if you really sit back and think, I enjoy doing this or this brings me joy when I, you know, like find that and then find ways to do that as often as you can. <clears throat> uh, you you kind of mentioned like bands that we listen to and it, I, it ties to a message that we got on the um, Instagram page. Now, I'm not going to say who this is because we, uh, you know, are bad at announcing guests <laughs> and stuff. So this could be a potential guest, mm -hmm. but it'll say, and before I show you or tell you who it is, I'm just going to show you. We're not going to read it out, but it says, I'll totally be a part as a guest for your podcast. 
I have stories I can sh share about my mental health. If you'd like to have a special guest, etc. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I think that'd be cool. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, so that just kind of ties into bands that we've listened to and yeah. talked about and stuff like that. So <clears throat> moving on next question. Um, Steffi DeMauro, DeMuro, DeMauro. I hope I said that right. Uh, do you have any tattoos? I do not. I do. Mike doesn't. Show him the new one. I got a new, I got a tattoo on my leg, so it's too far away. <laughs> Shout out to Adrian, though. Adrian Landis, uh, tattoo. Adrian Garcia, um, love you, dog. You should, you should take a picture of that and put, and put it. <laughs> like right here? Mm -hmm. Maybe when it's, it's still. Maybe when it's healed and I don't have a cankle, because he just like pounded <laughs> away on my shin That's for right. a few hours yesterday. Um, trying to fill up my left leg. <clears throat> That's always a fun time. Uh, Mike, do you want to go over the quick version as to why you don't have any tattoos and what you will get a tattoo for? Yeah. Uh, quick version. And this is not throwing shade at anybody because I like tattoos. I think they're cool. Um, tattoos are for pussies. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I just at a very, at a pretty young age, I really wanted to get a certain tattoo of a certain band. And I just realized that, you know, things change because that band changed. They even changed their name in a way. And, um... And so I don't know. It just it just made me it just made me very uh, aware of the fact that things change, and for myself, a lot of my interests change. And uh, you know, I've kind of played the game of of uh, you know t I know of a, I know the time and place of when I've had ideas for tattoos because I've had ideas for tattoos. Um, but my default thought is always like, well, I can get that as a painting. But thinking about the time now, the tattoos that I've liked to have had and having them on me now. I would say one of them I would still be okay with, and I feel like it would still hold, and it'd be like one I got from my grandmother. I think as far as the art style, might be a little dated, but... Um, Do you think that there's going to be a point of time where, like, all of us who are, like, you know, like, heavily tattooed and, like, either, you know, traditional or, like, Japanese-style pieces and stuff like that, is there going to be a time when, like, this style of tattooing is, like, like the barbed wire or, like, the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Do you, like you it's don't definitely gonna happen. Like you don't know. Like not that this is like a bad thing, right? But it's like you know, what if like, what if like in five years, you know, the 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 symbol for like you know transgender means is the eagle. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Like there's it could be anything. Not that it's like you know, not that like yeah. But we don't know. Like things things change. Or we get it, know, Mike. You're a hater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like uh, you know if. Uh, Let's just say, like, if I had, like, a Japanese samurai on my back or whatever, what if, like, in time that becomes, like, part of, like, oh, cultural, you know, yeah, appropriation or, like, True. or, oh, that's that's so, you know, racially insensitive for you to have this. And it's, like, <clears throat> I also think, uh, so, like, I had this conversation um, with a couple people, but mm. when I was younger, I loved, loved, like, all black and gray tattoos, right? Like, I, I just thought that they would look so tough, like portraits and like all these like, but like when we were, you know, 18, 19 years old, that was like only things that like gangster dudes yeah. did. Right. So I went in the, you know, punk rock direction of like, let me get colored tattoos, you know, whatever. Um, and then only to find out that like I'm a brown kid. So the color doesn't pop like it does on, you know, those of a fairer complexion. Mm. So I'm like, oh, okay, man, you know, color um, looks cool, but like 
the pieces that look best on me are the ones that are like heavily in black with little bits of color. So that's kind of been over the years, my direction I'm leaning towards is more black with little bits of color. Mm. <clears throat> and then now like all black and gray pieces and like stuff like that, like that's in trend. It's yeah. fashionable. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck, I would have been, it. I would have been fine. Yeah. It would have been it. You know, I been back. Dude, I remember I still, I, I, I wanted a spider webs, my elbows. Sick. <laughs> like, like, would you think that I'd want that though? Like, I've wanted no. that since like. You never wanted nautical stars. No, I mean, I'm sure I would have found a way to put them on my body had I like gotten really into tattoos. Yeah, just based on the time. I will say I don't have a nautical star tattooed on me anywhere. Oh, kind of rad. Martin Alcedo, do you? Martin, do you? Do you have? Do you have any nautical stars? Maybe flames. Do you on- flames? <laughs> um. Hey, why is the uh, why is the uh, camera auto focusing on a weird random place in the middle of the table? Like there's a face there. Stop it. I'm not. I'm not kidding. You see that little box in the bottom that keeps lighting up? No, where? You see how the boxes light up around our face? Yeah. It was doing that on the table. I'm just saying, haunting. My hand. <clears throat> Let's move forward. See there it goes again. Look. Oh no. It's my hand. Is it though? It focuses on my hand. It's not focusing on your hand. Um, All right, moving on. Ty asks, question for both mics, your favorite dish to cook? I have one, so I'll go first. Yeah. Bomb ass adult grilled cheese. We'll just... Grown up up grilled cheese. Grown up grilled cheese. Uh, For me, it's probably... I have like a pretty gnarly garlic Parmesan mac and cheese. I also um, make a pretty mean steak. Yes. And, uh, and I just like, like grilling in general, being you know, like the dad mode before being a dad type thing, I like standing by the grill. You got to click the tongs at least twice before every, uh, for every movement <laughs> and motion. That you Activate. Do. Yeah. Clink, clink. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And then, uh, you know, uh, with kind of like all the changes moving forward, see, look, there's another, it's focusing again. It's focusing. Oh yeah. I see it now. It's so weird. Is there a reflection of the face on a table? Anyways, um, that being said, uh, I've been talking to Ty about this. I think it's time to bring back Cooking with Diamonds, where, mm. we, uh, where we cook up a dish, and then we cook up a um, uh, maybe a song, like a beat or an instrumental or something like that. Who knows? The world is yours. Do that. <laughs> Why don't you do that? Do it. <clears throat> I, had, I, had a, I don't know if I should, if I should discuss this here. But um, did you know that at, at one point, my, uh, I, so I have other Filipino friends, mm-hmm. Mason and I, mm-hmm. we were like going to do a series where I was going to just, fi- he was just going to find exotic foods or fruit, fruit and vegetables for me to try. Cause I'm not, apparently I'm, I'm not as, uh, I, I'm not as versed in apparently like exotic fruits. Yeah. And remember I was going to yeah. do that. I told you I would fully produce the whole thing. Just let me know. Yeah. And, uh, dude, we were ready to go. I think for him, I think he kind of realized like, damn, there's a lot of work, like no, <laughs> a little bit of content. I definitely, I, with the first episode that we do, we have to get you on camera eating durian. Okay. But the, the whole thing is we need your full reaction of like cutting into it and putting it right in front of you because it smells like, like a dirty ass diaper. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm down. Uh, uh, another kind of thing that's like funny slash kind of scary. It's like 
because we were doing it and, and <laughs> we we're talking about like you know oh we did this and that and then Mason's like do you do you have any like do you know if you're like have any allergies to like certain foods I was like no but guess we'll what a out. way to find out <laughs> um, we'll keep antihistamines in the in the <laughs> cabinet <clears throat> um all right so um let's see Steffi also asked any good books look like Mike has a collection she was referencing the little coffee table books we have in the backpack there those are just some just some little random little reading pieces but what's your mm-hmm. do you do you have a favorite book so I have I do have a favorite book and off the top it sounds like it sounds like such an easy book but I love it because it has a couple things that I, I strongly, I, I feel like spoke to me. Uh, it's called Ahead of the Curve, and it's a it's a baseball book about analytics and how the game of baseball uh, basically is refusing to change. Okay. And what I like about it is it it's it's uh, it questions the norm, and it really points out like group like group and herd mentality. Right. Like doing this because, well, that's the way, but there's a better way. Yeah. A proven way. It's being proven. Yeah. Why don't you do that? Well, I don't want to look bad if, if for the, for the one time it doesn't work. Yeah. Basically is the mentality. And so I like that because I like, I like the idea of challenging something, challenging your own thoughts and beliefs. Like as a coach of baseball, it really checked me and it really like, you know, hurt my feelings as far as I was like, shit. I was like, I do that. And when I, when I, when I was able to like, it it was like a good, it was a good exercise in learning to like, like see something, step back and then try to see with like, give it a fair, a fair thought, whether you think that's crazy, but let's, let's, let's dive in. And when you dive in, if you walk out of it and you think that's still crazy, then cool. You at least gave it an opportunity. But if you go in and you can see like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. My mind is free to change. Yeah. And I loved that book for that. So ahead of the curve. Um, let's see. I really like. Oh, yeah. Ty did ask top three books. So Oh, yeah. So two and one. Yeah. Um, a book that impacted me in a way that I, looking back on it now, is kind of interesting. That it, because uh, it's a book called His Shining Light or His Bright Light or something like that. And it's a book by Danielle Steele. And it's about her son. And. Her son, the reason that I even found this book and, and the first thing that made it interesting to me was uh, it's about Nick Trina, the singer of Link 80. Sick ska punk band. Um, and he uh, he basically, he overdosed. He had an accidental overdose. And, and so it was my first time, again, this is in high school. I read this in high school. For like, it's, probably one of the, it's probably the fastest I'd ever read a book from cover to cover basically. And the only, only real book other than head of the curve that I've actually gone back to read again, kind of thing, like multiple times. Like I, I hear people that like go back and read books. I'm like, why? But, um, that one, because it was my first time hearing about depression and at the time, uh, manic, uh, manic depression. Right. And so, um, you know, kind of some, some terms a little, a little dated, but for the most part, you know, I talked about bipolar and these things that he dealt with and his, it's just so it's interesting to in high school. I didn't understand fully, but I, but I understood certain things like his, his, uh, you know, having, having a pretty, pretty good life. His mom, you know, famous author and stuff. And he, he's given opportunities. 
but then how he just felt like he just always like there had moments where he just felt like trapped in his own skin or he just felt uh like unhappy and angry to a point where he's like but i don't know who to point this at right <clears throat> and so so a very interesting book uh especially because it's you know the lens of a of a mother who has a son who's dealing with severe severe mental mental uh illness and eventually you know what happened with him but so i'd say that's probably my second top two book um and then another a book that i i just uh it's interesting to me and i read it <laughs> uh, uh, so that's not good to say i was about to say i read it like i like i read it like i read the bible because i'll like i'll like there's certain chapters where I like i need to go back and be like like um but it's it's basically the uh i'm a sutra book yes but different sexual positions and no uh and the ways i don't use them yeah uh it's a. Uh, it's it's the meditations of um roman uh ruler marcus aurelius mm. okay and um and it's kind of like it's kind of like we're i don't know how many people know this have we i don't know if we even talked about this but like like i'm a big i'm a big like i don't know uh, subscriber to stoicism. Yeah. And so, um, reading that reading was very, it was very eye opening, And I just think it has a lot of really cool, um, a lot of cool, I guess like life lessons or mottos. And what's interesting is that this was written by a man in a position of power, but that's probably the time the most powerful person. And, this was these were his basically his own like diary entries like nobody was meant to read these right so they're written in such an honest way because it's for him and you know and so like he's yeah <laughs> like and so it's cool to see the, the inside of a person like in his position and and um and just his 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 thinking of wanting to be a good human you know, wanting to be a person that's not run by emotions mm -hmm. and, and, and thinks logically through situations, good or bad. And so, yeah, I think it's called the meditations of Marcus Aurelius. I'm not sure. I have, to, I have to go through, but that's probably, probably my favorite, my top three. <clears throat> For me. Um, so the, the first one is like a kid's book basically, but, um, it was uh, it was also made into an awesome movie that has like a ton of young stars before they were stars like Patrick Swayze, Tom Cruise, Emilio Estevez, The Outsiders. Outsiders, dude. <clears throat> um, fucking love that book. Mm -hmm. um, for all you for all you youngsters, you always hear in like the pop punk songs like "Stay Gold" or "Stay Gold, Pony Boy." That's mm -hmm. from that book and that movie. Um, and there's just something about it, like the whole, like, we're just fucking like outcast kids who, you know, like the youth crew and bleach in their hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so it was, dude, I, I loved it. I, I still, to this day, I, I uh, made Karima watch the movie the other day. I was like, you have to watch this if you've never seen it. She'd never seen it. Never seen it. Oh. Um, so I, like, I have it on DVD, which is a, it's a disc um, that you put into like a, a DVD player. And then instead of streaming over the internet, you can actually watch a movie, um, you know, 
on your TV. It's pretty crazy, kids. I was following you for a second as if you're being completely serious <laughs> and showing some new insight. I was like, because huh. I, I, I was, I zoned out for a quick second to like. <clears throat> That movie has like so many stars. Like eventual, so many eventual stars. Like, Ralph Macchio, Tom Cruise, right? Tom Cruise, um, uh, Matt, uh, Matthew Lillard, Matthew Lillard, um, uh, Patrick Swayze. Um, oh my God, who else? Um, the, the ageless, ageless man. Yeah, what's his name? Fuck, he I looks, like, he looks like Rob Palenka. Palenka um, <laughs> GM. Um, Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Yeah, young Rob Lowe. A young Rob Lowe. Handsome as fuck. Um, uh, the dude from Stand By Me. Oh, shit, what's his name? Dude, what a freaking cast. Yeah, there's there's just a ton. He was also the older brother in E.T. Fuck, what's his name? I can't Anyways, yeah, great cast. <clears throat> um, the second one for me would probably be, um, and I say this, but like I still, I still um, just like jump back and forth on that book, and I and I feel like I need to reread it again because there's it's one of those books where like I like I'm super ADD. I fucking love it and I love reading it, and then I tend to zone out. But there's so many good quotes. Like I have this weird problem with when I'm reading, where I'll be fully reading the book, and then my mind will just go somewhere else. And I'm still reading, and I'll like check back in. I'm like, what happened? Yeah, what I, I have to go back and reread stuff. But um, Zen and the Art of motor, Motorcycle Maintenance. So it's like basically a fictional autobiography of about this dude who goes on a cross-country road trip with his son on a motorcycle. Interesting. And there's just like a, a ton of like, like, and I pulled up because I wanted, there was a certain quote that I was looking for um, <clears throat> that's like awesome. And it says, the truth knocks on the door and you say, go away. I'm looking for the truth. And so it goes away. <laughs> Puzzling. <laughs> Damn. Um, and there's just like, there's so many like, like life lessons in that book. It's just supposed to be like this intros introspective. Like I remember reading it before I started riding motorcycles and thinking mm -hmm. like, Oh, that's crazy. And then like, even just like in the first, I think chapter or two, it talks about the experience of riding a motorcycle, how, where when you're in a car, you're like basically like, you're seeing everything around you like through a window, almost like you're looking through a TV or something like that. Mm -hmm. You're not actually immersed in the world, right? Whereas when you're on a motorcycle, you can put your feet down and feel the road underneath. Right. Like, you know, you, everything you're, is so like, you're in you're it. So you're so yeah, so present. And so it's, it's pretty cool. And then uh, like, there's like this whole thing about how like, you know, he, they're riding and like the bike breaks down and, and he's like, can't figure out. He's like, I went through the bike, like, all the way through, couldn't figure it out. Um, <clears throat> get the bike towed home. And then finally he's like, we fucking ran out of gas. <laughs> like the last thing that I expected <laughs> is what happened. <laughs> you know, like it's just shit like that. It's pretty cool. Uh, but there's quotes like, um, <clears throat> you look at where you're going and where you are and it never makes sense. But then you look back to where you've been and a pattern seems to emerge. It's like a bunch of introspective, like life mm. stuff where you're like, Oh yeah. You know, so yeah. And then, um, let's see for the third book. I want to say like, I, I really liked, I really, really liked like the Dan Brown series of, um, like Da Vinci code and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Just because I, I fucking loved all the like conspiracy and like the, you know, the bloodlines mm -hmm, and all this mm -hmm. like, 
like that was one of the books when I read it, I like couldn't put it down. A lot of fiction mixed, mixed with truth because yeah, there a lot some of fiction mixed with like you know some real real shit going on. Mike questions everything. Mm-hmm. Trademark twenty twenty two. Walking Blind Productions, Landward Multimedia. <laughs> so, <clears throat> all right. That is our uh, our three books. Let's see here. Uh, best animated comic book movies from Jolka. Uh, hands down, the DC Universe comic book movies are the best ones. Yeah. Uh, Flashpoint is amazing. Uh, Ty asks, what storyline for the next TMNT? I think it's the last Ronin. They just finished the run. That needs to be a movie. Uh, yeah. Agreed. And then Steffi asked, both mics, are you single? I am not, but he is. I am. Available on every dating app in the world, including Grindr. And uh, apparently I'm going to have to check out <laughs> Craigslist personals or whatever. Or is it Facebook personals? Uh, Craigslist misconnections. <laughs> To which Jamie said, you will find a lot of things on Craigslist. Love isn't it. Challenge accepted. <laughs> uh, Ty asked, top three sushi spots for both mics. Um, I feel like we're going to mostly be the same, except mine is going to include Miyagi's out here in San Bernardino. Ooh. Miyagi's is fire, and you wouldn't expect it. Um, I really like my Okoku. Koku, and then I think we can agree on Asahi. Asahi. Corona, yeah. Asahi off McKinley. Yeah. Um, you know what? Uh, I really like, it's a sushi spot in, uh, uh, what is it? It's out, it's out like towards Escondido, uh, San Marcos area. It's called RB Sushi. Hmm. Really good. Um, yeah. Anyways, those are at least, at least local to us. Those are our, our favorites. <clears throat> Uh, Steffi asked, you have a dog. What's its name? It just walked by in the back. Uh, could have been either Chewy or Isley. Chewy is the little handsome 30-pound uh, uh, golden retriever-looking dog, and Isley is the big bulky bulldog. Yeah, Both Which, awesome. If you haven't yet, you can find the actual <clears throat> clip on YouTube of <laughs> Chewy just being so cute. Uh, I have a dog, and his name is Coda, but he's not here. Coda is awesome also. And Mike, Mike one time brought Coda to my house for a UFC fight, and he was so stressed out like a parent that was afraid his kid was going to get into fights with all the other kids. That he just it's like, not my kids going to get picked on. <laughs> um, Jesse asked, does pineapple belong on pizza? Absolutely does. Yes. If you don't think so, we should have a conversation. Kindly leave. <laughs> um, will Chewie make an appearance on tonight's episode? Probably not. He's hanging outside with Isley. Uh, Ty asked mental health question. Do you think how parents deal with depression is hereditary? That it's kind of interesting. I don't know if it's hereditary, but I do think that kids catch on to things a lot more than we, you know, really believe and understand. Mm -hmm. And I truly think that if you're going through depression, your kids, um, pick up on that. And they see the way that you cope and the way that you handle it. Mm-hmm. And that sets a precedent for how they eventually handle things in the future. Yeah. Hereditary, I don't know. Uh, now, depression itself may be hereditary, but I don't know about the right. way you handle. Like, I feel like, uh, you know, I feel like, you know, there's some, there's some uh, maybe deficiencies that can get passed on in our bodies that maybe make it, make you more susceptible to that, you know? 
Um, I don't know. I mean, I think we have to uh, like to truly look it up to see what the actual answer is for that. But yeah, it's a great question. That's the thing too. Ask <clears> us <throat> questions so that like we can put these questions out to the world and maybe somebody can help us yeah. answer them. Because if you guys haven't figured it out yet, he went to school for this. I'm just the street level guy that tries to figure things out. And there's a lot, peop- a lot of people that are far brighter than us yes. when it comes to this type of thing. Yeah, I have, a, um, I have a degree in social work. I do not have a <laughs> master's, or nor am I licensed. So, and what's nice though is the reason why I like, because because you know, people are like, oh, why would we, why would we come to you for questions or or things like that? Well, just like most people, you, you can get access to them. I have access to professionals, which is which is rad. I actually had a call upon. Actually, on Dylan, I hit up Dylan uh, recently for a situation to basically be like, uh, "Really? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you about it later." But yeah, I, I reach out. I have I have access to professionals. So I I will say this. Um, I won't explain the whole scenario, but one night we were we were out, um, and Mike got a text message or a call from somebody who was really struggling with mm-hmm. with like. A lot. Just struggling, yeah. And um and Mike walked out of what like what we were doing, like the whole thing that was going on. Mike was like, um, you know, I I gotta take care of this. So, you know, it is one of those things where like, you know, um there are people that are willing to listen to you that are, you know, um there to help you. Mm. <clears throat> and uh while we may not be you know, licensed professionals. We just kind of um, have probably lived a lot more life than we probably should have at our age. And we've been through some, some nonsense. So we just talk about from our own personal experience. And also it doesn't require a lot. I know, I know to listen well is difficult and actually takes practice, I think, but it's, you can, anyone can listen. Just listen. So Jolka asks, uh, what are some suggestions for someone new that is trying to start a band? Um, well, uh, find people that are better than you at what you do. Yeah. I think uh, I think it's really important to establish what you want out of this band that you're doing. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously it should be for fun, but it's like, what, what do you want? So I'll use I'll use Burner State as an example. Uh, Burner State for all intents and purposes is a fairly new band. We started around the pandemic, but like, you know, we uh, we're still we're still I still consider us being like a new band. But we had to kind of establish what we wanted this band to be. You guys have done a lot. Yeah, and you know, uh, and also like because when we know what we are, then it's easier to operate. Yeah, in that you know, because like, um. You know, I I I I know what it's like to be. We both know what it's like to be in bands. They're basically all in and like yeah, and doing it, like trying to do it. And that's a whole different mentality from just being a band. That's like, you know, we want to just write music, play when we can, and uh, you know, like like for for me, for me, Burner State, the biggest joy is practice. Like that's that's been fun. You know, being able to write stuff is obviously fun to do, and then playing shows are just kind of like a bonus at this point. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, it's, but that's like not the end all for me. But, um, whereas like what, what for no bragging rights for me, 
you know, playing shows is fun, but obviously, clearly, that's not like the main motivation to continue doing it. For me, the main motivation is uh, what NBR has the potential to do as far as creating awareness and uh, being an, op- an opportunity to advocate, right? So, yeah. Um, but figure out what kind of band you want to be and then just focus on writing the best music possibly possible that you enjoy. Yeah. Cause at the end of the day, you're the one who has to play those songs. So also like, you know, kind of to tie into that, make sure that everybody in the band is on the same page yeah. as you, um, you know, like you, the, the worst part or one of the worst things to deal with is your, um, you have like this guitar player that you found who's sick, but they're like, Oh, I just really only want to like play at bars like once every six months or something like right. that, you know, versus like you might come into this with like a, Oh yeah, I really want to like put out a record. I want to mm-hmm. do a lot of cool shit. And then, um, to be honest with you, if like, it's really going down to like starting a band, I know that this sounds old school and I know that like, um, that you're like, there's no way that this exists anymore, but go to like, um, the little practice spots, around your area they straight up still have bulletin boards where people like looking for a metal singer Mm -hmm. um looking for a female front woman uh for a metal band or a rock band looking for a drummer like they're straight up and you can like pull the numbers off it Mm -hmm. Uh, or even like look up look on facebook forums yeah online there's constantly stuff you know something i i i think so if i didn't have my background in, in music and you know, if I didn't have any connections, I didn't know. I think one of the best things that I've seen people do and they've made, they've become successful on their own, but it's also led to them having opportunities in actual bands is whatever your talent is, put it out. Yeah. Like videotape yourself, record yourself, whatever it is, put it out. Like let people see what you're able to do and what you bring. Cause you might find some or someone might find you and be like, Oh, I like his style. Or like, you know, or if it's singing, like, dude, that voice would be perfect for what we're doing. Because you never, you never know. Like, um, so I think putting yourself out there, putting your skill, whatever it is, out there, I think is, is uh, I think that's a great way to like, it's like the new way that wasn't necessarily available, you know, when we were starting out yeah. in bands. Like, you know, being able to like have that, it's almost like a, like a press kit for yourself. Yeah. So. Uh, what are your thoughts on two day old donuts? <laughs> I'll eat them. I mean, obviously I want fresh ones, but I will, I've been known to eat if they're there. I'll Depends on how they've been kept for the past two days for me. <laughs> if mean, it's just been in the donut box sitting out, probably not going to eat it. If it's been in a nice, you know, container <laughs> might, I might throw that thing in the microwave for 20 seconds, you know? Yeah. If it's out, I, <laughs> I'll, I'll jump on them. Uh, Lucy asks, ice cream or cake when feeling down? Uh, is there an option for both at the same time? Because that's the best combo. Hot take or I don't, I'm not a fan of cake. Really? Yeah. I'm I'm a fan of a specific type of cake. Tres leches? <laughs> no. I mean, I, was I, that I, racist? I, no. <laughs> I don't like flan. What? I know. My cousin, my cousin was just like, you can't say that until I, until you've had my flan, and her flan, it's good, but yeah. it's not straight up flan. It's is like it a almost like a cheesecake thing? flan. Like, do you not like the texture of it, or is it kind of? I don't know. I just sweetness, or I, I think it might be a little bit of the texture. I don't know. I've just never liked it. I've tried to. I want mm-hmm. to. I just it just doesn't it's like. And then just cake, like wedding cake, ugh. wedding cake, most birthday cakes, um, 
I think most of it's just the frosting. I don't like that type of frosting. Okay. But um, yeah, there's a certain there's certain types of cakes that I'll I'll eat, but it's it's rare. Do you like more of like the whipped cream type frosting, not like the buttercream? Uh, yeah, I think um, the frosting that's not as like hard and thick. Well, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think what to go away. Like there's certain cupcakes that I like and I'm like, oh, if this was a cake, I would enjoy this a lot more. Do you like, like funfetti kind of cake? Like funfetti? <laughs> uh, hmm. I don't know. I just I just don't like a lot of what most wedding cakes are. Yeah. Not 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 a thing. Uh, it and this doesn't sound really weird, but I've learned to like try to eat them out of like respect. <laughs> respect. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like if somebody even, hands you a slice of cake, you go, okay. Dude, even even uh, Andrew's cake. Weren't a fan. Weren't a fan. Nah. And if you saw what I left behind, <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just um, like ate the the insides, yeah, the guts. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, ice cream for me. I love ice cream, even though it hurts me so good. Um. So, that we we have a statement from Rabananda. Mm-hmm. We said. The nurse at the sperm bank asked me if I'd like to masturbate in the cup. I said, well, I'm pretty good, but I don't think I'm ready to compete just yet. (laughs) Thank you for that. And then I wanted to bring this up. Um, So Martin, this is going to spiral. This is going to spiral Mike right now, but Martin just sent this photo to me. So this is a shot of space, which Mike doesn't believe in. I believe, I believe this. And then if you zoom in, apparently what looks like an alien space station. Hmm. Don't know what this is from. No contacts. He just sent the picture. And I said, what is that? And he said, I don't know, but it looks like a freaking alien space station to me. <laughs> so leave it to Martin. He literally said that. <laughs> and uh, before we head out, because that is it for our questions, once again... At Walking Blind Pod, Instagram, mm-hmm. um, TikTok, Twitter. Are we on Twitter? <laughs> I think we I, are. We do. I have, dude, I'm so bad. <laughs> um, make sure you guys check us out at walkingblindpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And check out the YouTube channel. And then we are going to end with our boy, uh, Chris. Yes. Uh, sent a statement over. And you know what? I really like this. And I kind of want to just make it our ending tagline. That's funny. So I literally pulled up right now. Shout out to Chris for this one. But... Um, He said, and I quote, don't let what happened yesterday ruin your happiness today. Mm. We love you guys. We'll see you guys soon. Peace. Peace. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, 
it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.